Today is May 30th. It's the midweek episode. We got sharp stats. We got bantering with Boone. We got a lot of things to discuss. So let's get right into it. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got BBD producing in the corner. Game one of a West Coast late night trip was yesterday. The Yanks won. Spoiler. Mm. We'll be reviewing that series Thursday morning, actually. Programming note, because otherwise we have to do it at like 1 a.m. And that's too late. It's too late. Uh, and uh, we got Sharp Stats and Boone. Jake, Bader shirt for good vibes for Bader. Is that why? Soft overall. Uh, no, I'd wear the same three shirts. You want to report at 1 a.m.? Uh, I'm ready. I don't think there's any need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I wear the same three shirts. I'm doing well. Uh, Yanks, again, when this offense goes, you know, kind of everything goes out the window. And like we know, uh, it's kind of when the bottom of the lineup contributes. Or Aaron Judge hits two homers, and when both happens, it's pretty powerful stuff, man. Leading the AL in homers again. Very good. With ease. Made me a lot of money because I saw his first at-bat versus Miller, and I saw he's going to get that guy. So I put 20 bucks that he was going to homer in his next at-bat to win 200, and I got it. Whoops. Got it. Uh, yeah. These late night games, though, it's actually a little fun because it feels like you're uh, kooky internet time. Like I was tweeting more, I was being sillier. Nelson was mm-hmm. doing weird things to my brain. Um, when he started talking about the hole on the mound for a while, I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, it's a hole. We've seen this, Melly. Seen it, um, but I actually do like Nelson on the call a lot. It's such a different point of view and voice. So it's 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 always like, "Ooh, you got a got a Nelson." The Nelson game. We're gonna hear some stuff. Different pitcher on the mound. You got to get ready for it. Some honest stuff. Sidewinder. Yeah. I uh, we we, we just mentioned that Judge leads the league, the American League in homers. It's seventeen. Then there's two guys with fourteen. Another number that popped out when I went to that baseball reference. Anthony Volpe, sole leader in the AL in games played. He had a crazy stretch for a while at yeah. the start of the season. Which was nuts, yeah. And, and I know, like, two of the games he didn't play. I think there's only been, like, three he hasn't started, and two of them he came in as a ninth-inning sub, so it makes sense, but... He's yeah, got fresh got, That got me. And Glaber's tied for second. How about that? Yeah. Part of a rotation? No! Hustle Glaber. I was worried about his hamstrings after that. He is, too. Why don't runners... Can I ask Boone that? Why don't... They don't run through the base anymore. I feel like back in the day, they'd be... In the outfield. Yeah. They'd run through the bag and like start putting the brakes on when the dirt started running out. And now a lot of runners pull up right after the bag. Yeah. We should ask him like what their philosophy is on that or what. Yeah. They, what I they don't think it's a Yankee thing. I think it's across the league. Uh, yeah. Everyone kind of gets to the base and you're like, okay. Well, that's it. That's the goal, right? We included that. Yeah. 
Glaber with a little hit. Jeter would like going. touch the outfield wall. Nine game hit streak for Glaber. He's swinging a nice stick. That is true. Maple. I don't know what he's no no. They're illegal. I think yeah. No. Nobody yeah. does. Let's get right into the sharp stats, which is brought to you by. The John Boy Media store, shop.johnboymedia.com. Fully uh, licensed with the MLBPA, which has allowed us to put out a ton of fun shirts, player shirts. Our designers have been crushing it, and so our audience has been uh, scooping them up. We've had some big sellers, winners. Scoop it in, scoop it in, scoop it in. Sharp stats. The sharpest stats. Hey guys, Queen of Stats here. Hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, but let's talk Yanks. And this week we're talking about the bullpen. Mm. Now, everything looks great. The Yankees have a 2.99 uh, bullpen ERA as I record this on uh, Monday afternoon before the Mariners game. And uh, that's the best in the majors. But as we know, uh, bullpen ERA can be really deceiving. And that's because the Yankees, they have an inherited runners scored problem a major problem uh in the bullpen so right now if you look at inherited runners scored percentage that's the percentage of inherited runners um that are scored when the reliever's on the mound uh they have the fifth highest rate in the majors at 40 percent and league average is 33 percent then when you break that down they have the sixth most in total inherited runners so that's 94 so being put in these situations a lot and then they have the second most inherited runners that have scored. Uh, that's 38. And that's behind only the A's. That's terrible. Um, and uh, when you look at this, uh, when you break it down, um, they actually have tied for the third most total appearances, relief appearances, um, to when uh, a reliever enters with runners on base. So Boone is putting them in these situations a lot, and they are not coming through at all. Um, and it's not just one guy that's messing up. Uh, there are seven relievers that inherited at least five runners for the Yankees this season. Uh, Ian Hamilton, uh, Clay Holmes, Jimmy Cordero, Michael King, Albert Abreu, Wandy Peralta, and Ron Marinaccio. And five of them have an inherited runner score percentage of 45% or worse. The only guys that are league average are Wandy and Ron. So this is a major problem. Hopefully when Conley comes back, the Yankees bullpen gets a little bit healthier. Uh, these guys won't be, be put in these situations as, as much. And, and, uh, and Boone can feel like he can stretch the starters. He can pull the starters and give them a clean inning um, before trying to stretch the starters out too much. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys next week. Wow. Data and stats from the queen of stats. Inherited runners. We were talking about this yesterday on our text. We didn't know that this was the subject that Katie was going to bring our way, but it's, hell, it's been a topic for me for a while. The first episode with Boone, I asked all about this. uh, And I don't like it, but I do um, have like some defense of it right now in the season because he's trying, most of the starters, he's trying to get as much as he can out of them. And that strategy is you're going to go until you get in trouble and guys are on base and then I'm going to pull you. And I kind of don't hate that strategy because you need to get so much out of the the starters. It's pulling a reliever for a reliever where I start to get like, come on, give the relievers clean innings. So I wonder if you were to take out the inherited runners from starters, 
I'm allowing that during this stretch. Okay. But I don't like how often we go reliever to reliever to reliever, middle of inning, runners on, instead of going, you get the six, you get the seventh. If you get into a mess, clean it up. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Clean innings. It's, it's yeah. something you've been barking about for a while. Yeah, I, I mean, the recent starting pitching thing, I think we've twice seen starting pitchers go for an extra inning and let the first two guys on. Um, I, I guess where my brain jumped to, because, y- you know, you mentioned you brought this up with Booney. It was one of your more pressing questions over the past, like, four years of Yankee baseball is the Yankees love doing the two-out sub in the next reliever. Um, I think it's have to avoid blow-ups. I, I, I think it's they think it's their way of circumnavigating the system a little bit of the three batter minimum. I wonder how they view inherited runners and uh, we could ask Boone this or like, do they think that's a statistic that just balances out over time? I would assume so. I Um, think they don't think it's actionable really. Right. Like they, they think the results are the results and the tax is the tax and you got to pay the tax. Um, But I, I don't know. I, The starting pitching part is interesting. And I, I guess in recent, the Yankees just went through a crazy stretch. BBD mentioned that Anthony Volpe leads the American League in games played, which is kind of a surprising thing because, you know, we've seen a off day here or there, but that does get cooked with a pinch run appearance and things like that. But I, I guess for me, the bullpen order had been, <laughs> not only was he trying to push starters, but the bullpen was... Pretty much the pitching path to victory or non-victory was happening every game because they were playing every day. So they're trying to get more of the starters. And the relievers that come in, we know Albert Abreu's numbers are are the worst of them all. And again, when I'm viewing the Yankees' bullpen and where we want to go this year, you know, could Albert Abreu, who's actually had an okay stretch recently, can he be an okay last guy in the bullpen? Yes, I've seen Albert Abreu have streaks of that. Um Am I going to let his inherited runner numbers really affect how I view the Yankees' bullpen as a whole? Not really. So when Katie did mention that Wandy um, and Ron have pretty good inherited runner numbers, um, that I took that as a positive note. Yeah. Um, obviously, Clay Holmes is like, don't put that guy with runners on because you're, you're begging for disaster. So to hear that two of the good guys are good with runners on, that quenched my thirst a little bit. And... Hearing Katie Sharp say Conley kind of brought me back to some good memories. I'm talking yeah, about that's true. Um, speaking of Abreu, and you just brought this up, and it was a funny aside when I was a little silly on the couch. Uh-huh. Nelson saw Abreu's ERA, 386. Mm. He goes, oh, not pretty good. And I was like, that's not, like, that's just a different error of baseball. Mm. That's not a good reliever ERA. I mean, I would think that puts him... The 100th best reliever in baseball. It's like not. It's not a number that should really stick out to you. It would either be way. 120th right now. Yeah, it's good for Albert Abreu. I. I mean, I just, I just was laughing at the difference of like that. Like a Abreu, relievers are one inning really good pitchers now. Like you know the high end guys, the class of the class. Like yeah, well yeah, but the, and you become that by having a, a better numbers, I guess. Right. Just so I, I think I think that was a little bit on an Albert Abreu scale, um, but it it is technically better than Ron's this year, and you you probably wouldn't guess that if you assumed from, I don't know, just watching the two guys pitch. 
Ron's very interesting. He's like sneakily had some like scary games. Oh, I've been letting it out. I I I let it out last talking Yanks. I've been tweeting a couple times. I just I he he makes me beautifully uncomfortable. Like I do because of his face. I don't know if I should be in love with him. Like if he goes on and has a five year Chad Green yeah. type run out of the Yankees bullpen, like I should love Ron Marinaccio. He's from Jersey. He looks so pissy on the mound. And I kind of like it, but he also, in his last two outings, gave up fly balls to deep right field at Yankee Stadium mm. that if they caught a slightly different part of the bat, <laughs> Ron yeah. could be having, like, a bad season. Yeah, he only has one. He has, um, let me do this the other way. Ron has 18 of his 24 outings, scoreless. Hasn't allowed a, a, a run, a earned run. That's great. And then... So then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, math, that he has allowed a run. Six of those is multiple, multiple. runs. So he just hasn't allowed the one run inning that many times. It's just one time. And that's where the ERA is screwed and, like, our feelings are, like, it's different than when they used to, when people say, like, when when he's bad, it really hurts because that's just, like, you know, yeah, right. if you're trying to. Every high leverage reliever. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. It's like, what's that? Is it my headphones? Somebody in the yelled office. in the, oh, probably wow. the gaming room. Damn. Or ref guess. Wow, door. I thought it came through my headphones. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how actionable inherited runners are. I At this point in the season, say we get all the relievers back, um, Herman, Sevy, all the starters are rolling, and then we look at it, then it's something that I'll press again a little harder. But right now, they're doing the best they can. It's like whatever relievers are available. Yeah, I think there's a follow-up check in here because, again, the Yankees played, I think it was 33 games in 34 days. I think that was the number, or 34 and 35, something like that. Um, they have two off days coming up this week. They're, they're off Thursday, and they're off the next Monday. So when you start talking about bullpen usage, like this Yankees upcoming stretch in June where they have a bunch of off days – and hopefully uh, Conley is back, that like, okay, we should have some better lanes for guys. And uh, I guess the other thing that, now that I'm just calculating all of it, hopefully the starting pitching tone can change. Um, you know, we saw some length out of Domingo last night, and if Nestor can fix the third time through, and Cole and Sevy's back, like, okay. You know, you can, you can also get starting pitching outings that can help rest a bullpen, um, kind of like they did last night. I mean, they pass it to uh, Abreu and Ron, and you rest the rest of the bullpen. And with off days coming up, like you can see, mm-hmm. you know, Mike King's pitched once in the last week. Like that's that can be huge come the end of the year. That I guess I know whatever the Yankees believe in with bringing in a reliever with two outs, they're going to keep believing in that. And the other thing here is that they love pressing the button. So the button, if the they button. have two outs and uh, Marinaccio is in and he's faced three batters and a lefty is up, they want to press the Wandy button and get that lefty. And they're going to do that. And they think, A, that gives them an advantage in that matchup and... They clearly think that Wandy coming into that spot gives them an advantage next inning flexibility-wise with the three batter minimum. Yeah. It is interesting because they're like the team that does this the most, whether, you know, that's the situation they're in now or not. And some of the other successful teams last year, haven't checked this year, did it the least. Right. Astros, Astros, Rays, Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Astros, Dodgers. Astros, Dodgers were the two that I remember. The two. They were the one and two. Yeah. Um, So, inherited runners, keep your eye out. 
Keep your keep your tips clean. Put the plane in front of what was the plane? What? Put the nose of the plane in front of it. I'm gonna get my nose of the. I'm gonna get the nose of the plane in front of it. So people in the comments are leaving it, and when you read it, yeah, when you read it, combination like, of it, words that is it a saying that you jumbled? Like, is there a saying near that? I mean, just like get ahead of it. I know that. I don't know why a plane got involved. The nose of the plane. The nose of the plane. The nose of the plane. I mean, that's ahead of the rest of the plane. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot. When you think about it. It's just wild. It's awesome. It's I, a lot I, of things that happen. I still can't remember once. the actual, I know I texted it to you guys yesterday. I can't remember the, the like actual sentence and I want to commit it to memory. There's a lot of people replying with it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. Rightfully on. so. Oh, I was going through the Talking Yanks chat, but boy, did we chat up a storm yesterday. Active chat last night. Oh. Late night. Late night. I was into that game. Late night kooks. I was into that game once I looked at Miller's stats, and I was like, I think we're going to crush this guy. And then they did. (laughs) Breaking news from Joe's McFly. Passing. Just retweeted Passing. Talking Yanks. And it was tweeted by Joe's McFly, Aaron Hicks going to Baltimore. We'll see if that's true. Oh, Joe's got it? But Joe's tweeted that. And someone asked him source, and Joe's replied, yes. Mm. So. I'll get my nose of the plane in front of it. So uh, we were close. Right. I'll get my uh, my nose. That's where it gets confusing. My nose of the plane. It was my plane in my head. That's funny. Should we call Joe's right now and say call Joe's, call right, Joe's now. right now? Sources. Joe's is betting his life on this news. Give me a run. Sources McFly. So you're saying that if Hicks doesn't end up on the Baltimore Orioles, you're going to eat your own foot? And you're on Talking Yanks right now. <laughs> and you're on the show. You're on Talking Yanks. I mean, sure, I guess. Okay. And he's going to Baltimore to play baseball or what? Or just like a weekend trip. Yeah, weekend trip. Memorial Day. Visit his aunt. I was told that there's more playing time there. So. Who told you that? Who told you that? Oh, but Bader's out. So maybe the Yanks grab him back. Maybe the Yanks say no go. Stop. Are you vertical or horizontal right now? You, you sound, sound, horizontal. sound horizontal. horizontal. Really horizontal. I am doing backflips. What about honesty? <laughs> honesty. You're horizontal. Just don't it. repeat. You're horizontal. Admit it. Uh, there's FaceTimes for this. But why is there... I, I heard that Jake likes you more, but you're closer to Jake or... Yeah, and I'm closer to God. And I beamed you in Super Mega Baseball. Uh, but then, then you ended up walking. See you tomorrow. Bye. He said, wait, and I hung up. Wait, what? That was a panicked wait. That leads us into Boone. Bantering with Boone. Boing is brought to you by Vizio V Vizio Value. They've always been the MVP of value with premium performance for surprisingly low prices. They got 4K screens for under $500. Sharp contrast and a smooth 120 FPS motion that can keep up 
with a four-seamer. You're watching baseball all year long. Do it with Vizio. Change your viewing experience. That wasn't in here, but that's a good line by me. Head over to Vizio.com. Check out how you can elevate your viewing experience. Okay, it was in here all season long. <laughs> Whatever your budget or size of your home, Vizio has you covered. The perfect TV and soundbar combo. I struggle to hear. Click the link in the description. <laughs> Let's ask Boone if uh, Joe's is right. Booney, welcome from Seattle. How is it out there? Is the weather good? Um, it was, so you wake up and it kind of has a Seattle look to it outside of that gray. And then yesterday was beautiful. We got to the park, um, in the afternoon, the sunny and probably 70 degrees, you know, a little cool during the game, but really nice. Uh, I think today's a little cool. I haven't been outside yet, but it's, it looks like Seattle kind of gray and overcast. I think in the sixties today. So tonight will probably be a little cooler. Do you guys adjust for the time at all? Like, do you try to just uh, live on West Coast time, or do you just live on East Coast time and play late, <sighs> late games? Where, wherever it takes you, baby. You know remember what I mean? When, remember when Rex Ryan didn't change? He he told the whole team to operate as if it was East Coast time, and then everyone showed up at the wrong time to the practice. <laughs> but we, we got in, let's see, we got to the hotel about 10-something um, Sunday. I actually – I was probably asleep before midnight, so, and then so I was up early, um, which kind of wasn't a bad thing. And I don't know, I've gotten two okay nights sleep, so it's a, probably a little different, um, but all good. Do you have like an every city thing? Are you always are you hunting out coffee? Do you buy a shot glass from the Hard Rock Hotel? Like, what's your what's your move? Well, it depends. Like, we have an off day in LA, so um, you know, I got a lot of people there, so get a. Little show dinner uh, mm. Thursday night, so that'd be nice. Um, usually, for uh, routine wise, like for breakfast, I just got back from breakfast with Mike Harkey. We usually get together at breakfast every day, get a workout in, whatever, and um, and then and then let the day unfold. Well, Jimmy may have a Mike Harkey question for you at the end of this episode. There Might may, be part of our trivia segment. There at may the be end. a little cool. trivia. Yes. Um, like where your head's at. I'll go beat reporter first. Tell me Anthony Rizzo will be in the lineup tonight. We're good. Okay, Anthony Rizzo will be in the lineup tonight, but just because you told me to tell you, he will uh, not. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he – Morning report, he's doing better. Um, so we'll see where we at. And I know he made some improvement during the game with all the treatments he got yesterday. So um, hopefully, hopefully just one more day or, or even being a real option tonight. We'll see. We'll see as the day unfolds with him. But he, it, he is not there tonight. It's neck, stiff neck, or is it concussion protocol? Neck. Or Okay, because I know he neck. was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got smushed. It looks like it was. It's a weird one. Shitty. Cross-country flight couldn't have What been. about uh, morning report Bader? Uh, what's the, uh, be honest with us now, how bad are we looking here? I don't know. Um, we're trying to, he, he's going to get an MRI, hopefully at some point today, but we're still waiting to hear about from the doctor on scheduling that. Um, he's He's got a little spot in there. It's an isolated spot, so um We'll see. Um, Same leg I, I, as the hamstring from that took him out the it, first month of season. Or that was no, that was oblique. 
Oh, but it, oh, it was the last season. It was another season for him, hamstring yeah. that he got. Yeah, so I don't. So I don't know. It's just right hamstring. So I think it's going to be one of those things that's day to day, or it could be a short IL stint. Um, they don't seem to think it's, you know, real bad. But you know, and obviously, especially being a speed guy and everything, yeah. um, you know, it could be something that 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 does cost them some days. He's a dynamic addition to the to the lineup. Even uh, you know the slash line in the last couple of weeks hasn't been amazing, but it's he's the the impact and kind of has a very timely factor for when he does drive a ball or grab a base. So that would be pretty brutal a loss if he's out. You know, if it's a strain and we lose him for a lot of time, how would center field go? Would it would it be like do you? Do you trust IKF enough to be starting regularly out there, or would Allen and Judge get kind of the platoon center field if Bader does end up missing time? Yeah, it kind of pieced it together depending on who's pitching for against us and, or and for us for that matter um, about how you how you line it up. So you kind of just play the matchup game a little bit, and you know, play the hot hand game a little bit, and um, just piece it together. So defensively, you're fine pieces all three there like the more of the offensive matchup and then ikf allen whoever's out there correct i mean yeah we we've got a lot of confidence in, in what ikf has become now in the outfield um you know whether we put him in left or center like feel really good about that allen's allen's a, a, a really good defender yeah um so you know you're going to get that um, and then we know Aaron's capable of obviously sliding over. Um, so we'll just see, um, hoping that, you know, even if it is an IL stand, hoping it's a short one and, and probably looks that way. And, and hopefully even better than that, hopefully it's a, it's a day-to-day thing, but we'll just have to see over the next 24 hours here, what we get results wise and, and what he's, how he feels, uh, moving forward. So it, we got, uh, Nestor on the bump tonight. We like that. And it's, um, you know, the numbers and the broadcast is all over that, that third time through. And it's, it's wild. I mean, Nestor's looked fantastic a couple times. Uh, is it at the point there you guys talk, start talking like shaking up a pitch mix? I, I know we talked about how he might not have been fully built up because he missed chunk of spring training. I, I mean, where, where does that step go? Because we, we saw it happen again that it's, uh, you guys got to be talking about it. Yeah, but look, I mean, each start's different in where you are in the season and where you are from a bullpen standpoint. Um, so, and, and and I think, um, I think Nestor's more than capable uh, when he's going well of, of pitching um, that third time through. Um, and I think some of these starts are isolated. You take little pieces of why it happened. It might have been a moment in time, like. You know, like the Texas outing was just a probably a rough outing, you know, where he was he was a little under the weather and, you know, probably didn't quite have his power and it got away and wrecked the line. Um, you know, the last two starts, he's been really good, um, you know, and, and got clipped by a sellout, you know, left left on left, hook a ball off the foul pole that kind of wrecked the line. So, you know, you don't want to overreact to that stuff like, oh, well, he just can't do it. And the reality is you're going to have to push through it sometimes. So I feel like he's in a pretty good place throwing the baseball. The last two starts have been strong. 
I thought even even the last one was even better than the one before. So I do feel like he's moving in a really good direction. And, um, you know, we'll see. We'll just see how he navigates. Well, you got the bullpen nice for tonight, you know. You go, you got Kinger for two, and then you got the rest with uh, Abreu taking on a lot in Marinaccio yesterday. So I say you just go Nestor, Kinger for two, then Wandy and Clay. <laughs> That's a nice situation. Uh, you win the series, and and then you don't have to gamble anything in the you know sixth or seventh. It's perfect. Yeah, it's lined All up. Right. Sign me up. Okay, sign me up. Yeah, it was it was nice to finally you know we were able to finally get Wandy back to back days of not pitching, which was uh, nice. Um, you know, um, you know these guys have been so good. And we've leaned on them so heavily, but but I think the fact that all of them have taken a little bit of load has has hopefully served them all well. Uh, tonight you're going up against Gilbert, so Calhoun's going to be in the lineup again, right? Because he's crushing fastballs like you like you told us he would. Calhoun's in the lineup, yes. All right, because that's another righty, like fifty percent of the time, ninety five mile per hour fastball, kind of similar to to yesterday, and Calhoun's- yeah, a little different. A little different than yesterday, though. Gilbert's more of a kind of a neutral, almost a reverse split guy, whereas Miller's Miller's much tougher typically on righties. But man, what we had some really good at bats against against a pretty dynamic pitcher yesterday. That that guy looks like he's gonna he's gonna be really good for that team. Seattle can really pitch. Mm, uh, I was all over it. I put twenty dollars on Judge to Homer in that at bat. <laughs> won two hundred bucks. Tell Judge I'd say thank you. Wow, nice going. Yeah. <laughs> he was he he had him time. I'm going to give Jimmy a little credit. He he was he got in his Jimmy lytics uh, for scouting, and he he thought the boys were going to give Bryce the business last night, and they uh, yeah they thought they, I was, they thought I was crazy. I said this guy's nothing. <laughs> hey, I didn't, wow. say, I didn't say that. Well, I did. You but I was I was being you were being facetious. Yeah, I did Jimmy think Lytics. I did think your team was going to put up a lot of runs against him because you can't throw 70% fastballs. Um, anyway, Domingo <laughs> gets ejected again. He's out for 50 games and you can't replace uh-huh. his spot on the roster for 50 games. So who do you have checking his hands in between every innings? Have you designated Cole? That's my choice. Mm. Um, does he have to go through all the starting pitchers? Is there, you call up like a rosin expert? I don't know. Marlin. Marlin. Okay. No, we're just, you know, paying attention to it, and uh, I think we're in a good spot there. Okay. You look good. I think you should hire, like, a you know, Roz. Each team should have their own detective. They have to know the umpires. You have to study the umpires' amount that they're concerned or not concerned with. Oh, if you get Hoy, if you get Hoy's crew again, are you just skipping Domingo's start? <laughs> that might be That might be needed. <laughs> I don't think you could have Domingo pitch on a Hoy crew day again. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully this is all behind us. That's that's the there idea here. Okay. There you go. Right. Hey, Booney, I got I got one more like half serious tough one and I I'll I'll fluff you up to start cuz the 18 and 9 in May, uh getting through that streak, what was it? 34 uh in 35 or whatever. Uh do I got you? Did we lose you? Okay, we got you now. There, there. Hello. Gotcha. Hey, gotcha. Um, so I'll go from the top again. We uh, 
18 and 9 in May. Awesome. Um, and, you know, is that busy streak 33 and 34 days or whatever it is. Uh, we got the off days coming up. And like you're saying, you know, you, you'll get to do more fun stuff with the bullpen because you won't basically have your path mapped out for you. So, hey, congrats. Good job. I want to ask you about the kids a little bit. Uh, Volpe and Cabrera, both are still, you know, we're at the two-month mark. Everyone becomes a, an analyst, especially when guys are struggling. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the booth does a lot of Volpe's pulling off, uh, as Waldo, it, it feels like he's been looking for the launch angle all year. It feels like he's, he's hammering the ball into the ground. Is, is there anything else going on there when you're working with these young guys two months in that, um, may, maybe we, we wouldn't see from just watching on TV that, that you're seeing in their development? No, I mean, I, I think in both cases, we're talking about really, really strong makeups. Um, and I think Anthony... Um, I think take a look at the whole, I, I think he's, even though he's probably struggled a little bit at the plate over the last week to 10 days, um, I think he's hit better than, you know, his numbers would suggest. Um, and I think he's, he's played winning baseball and helped us win a lot of games. And I think that's, that's the reality. He'll continue to grow. He'll continue to develop. He'll continue to make his adjustments, but he, he's fine. Uh, and then as Waldo, you know, he's, he's, he's been outstanding in, in his versatility for us defensively. He's definitely grinding uh, offensively and trying to make different adjustments and, you know, has definitely struggled um, here to really get it going, really driving the ball like we know he's capable of. Um, so, but his defensive versatility has been a, been a real weapon for us and a factor for us. So we just got to continue to come alongside these guys know they're going to go through growing pains and just just try and continue to to develop them as best we can. Okay. I'm in on that. Lineup-wise, you like uh it seems like we've really settled into a a groove batting order, you know, Glaber up top. Well, Rizzo would be an out now kind of gets things funky. Yeah. Um yeah, Glaber's. I feel like done a really good job and and kind of thrived in that one hole, and I think he's kind of liked it. Um, you know that, so that's kind of worked out. Thought he had some really good at bats yesterday, a couple hits, but but a couple other at bats where I thought he was thought he was good too. Um, yeah, so he's kind of thrived up there, and you know, being a little bit short still and waiting on guys, you know him kind of stabilizing the top of the order has been big with Glaber defensively. I mean, this has mm-hmm. been the case for a while and it's obviously subjective from people watching on their couch at home. It seems like there's yeah. just little lapses, not in skill, but in like focus or I don't know the situation. We've seen a couple now recently where, you know, with that Severino ball or there was a one, the other uh, series was the Baltimore series where it's just like, come on, man. Um, you know, stay, stay, stay with us. Is that how yeah. it feels for you? Or what's your assessment on like, I guess those moments where he's got tons of skill. You can see him make a good play. Any, yeah, and so then other the, times the savvy ball the other day, uh, you know, Rizzo went over. So he was probably, you know, just mind wise thinking, okay, I got to make sure I get in position. I know I'm going to have to hit the pitcher here on the run. So that probably creeped in there a little bit obviously a play you got to make and we just didn't in that spot. Um, I feel like, you know, he's done a really good job over the last few days of, of, of making the pivot again, which, 
you know, is a strength of his, especially with his arm strength, you know, where he had, he had a couple weeks there where, you know, he's struggling a little bit with the, the, the exchange. Um, I feel like he's cleaned that up. He's made a couple really good plays up the middle lately. One to end last night's game, that play that he's really good at making and that in between hop where he's going over the bag and his arm strength really serves him well. So look, we're always working to try and eliminate, you know, mistakes and play as clean a baseball as we can. But part of what makes Glaber a, a really good player and, and a really good defender out there is, he, you know, he does play the game, um, you know, with some ease and relaxed and, and that serves him well more often than not. But every now and then when there's, there's an error, it, it has that look to it. And, you know, you just got to look at that or you, sometimes you got to live with that and continue to just, work which he's doing every day on on being as fundamentally sound as possible Kay mentioned uh was it Kay and i forget who was doing the game with him said they saw him in the elevator the next day and he was beating himself up and and really like hanging his head over one of those plays which is i mean sad to hear but also it just it does seem like he carries the weight of those miscues with him uh from time to time which is good you, you want someone to care and not care but yep. um He's playing well. Is what's the hitting streak? Nick, uh, you just I think a little nine game hitter. Nine game going. hitting streak. What's your longest? Really? What's your longest hitting streak, Booney? Do you know? I don't. Nine, ten. I don't know. I we don't that. either. We can look it up. We can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on that. <laughs> we'll find you, it. You want to get into higher, lower? Jim? No, I have. A, I have else? a pressing question okay. about your ejection uh, in Baltimore. I, uh, it was Memorial Day weekend, so I was down at the beach, so I didn't have time to put the video together, but I, I am doing it. Uh, there's one moment where the umpire head is turned, <clears throat> so I can't read his lips. And judging from all the other conversation that you have with him, my guess is he said something along the lines of, I don't care what the iPad says. Am I correct? He said that when I went out there. He did? Yes. All right, good. Just need a confirmation. So uh, appreciate yeah. that. You didn't like that. You said, I want you to care. Maybe, maybe something <laughs> like that. You know, my, my point was out there, you know, because I feel like he was saying, well, it's not fair. You got the iPad over there. No, we're, we're making arguments in real time yeah. and we go confirm or not later on. Like, I want to know if I'm right or wrong. Cause Many times I'll walk out there an inning or two later if I was wrong and I'll be like, hey, my bad. You, I missed. Nice going. Yeah. And I'll I do that all the time. So don't you want me to kind of have an idea? So I, it, it wasn't us. And I really wasn't arguing that game, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I, no, I had. you said uh, you said uh, I'm just trying to help you. And then he threw you out. Yeah, I, I mean, I stepped down in the dugout. Very like, hey, yeah. Anyway. It was funny because at first you're arguing just the balls and strikes. You missed four. You missed four, and then he says he doesn't care what the iPad says, and then you get upset because you're like, I, you should care. I want you to care, and then right. you're walking the dugout, and then another little in your brain clicks, and you're like, wait, I shouldn't have got ejected for that. <laughs> you go back right. for the third, third phase. I shouldn't have got ejected, and then you get suspended because some saliva leak. That's not you know, you just had gum in your mouth. You had a wet mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Still not excited not, about that one. I'm, I'm not going to hopefully not get ejected for a while. Just tell the umps to make better calls. Yeah. And then and then you're good. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for that. That's what I guessed he said, but I couldn't see his uh, ellipse. We have our trivia for you. Are you ready? No. It's oh, you yeah. versus your staff. Coaching staff. Uh, current yeah. and some past coaching staff members. Okay. So higher or lower. So you mm-hmm. hit... You hit 126 career home runs. Congratulations. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Brad Wilkerson hit more or less? Higher Ooh. or lower? Wilkie. Oh, man. Um, hit 32 one year. I know that. Um, I'm going to say hit less. Correct. 122. Oh. 122? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Remind him today. Yeah, let him know. Sorry, Wilkie. He's going to tell you he got <laughs> robbed five times. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, doubles. Mm. 209 doubles for you in your career. How many? 209. 209, okay. Phil Nevin, higher or lower? Oof. He's definitely got more homers. I'm going to say lower. He's got you. 216. Ah. Might be stadium doubles. You know, he played in yeah. a bigger, bigger, bigger park or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to do, you want to, you want to do the next one, Jake? Career batting average. Ooh, do you know yeah. yours? 260 something. 263. 263. 263. And uh, yeah. Josh Bard. Josh Bard. What, where was his career batting average? I'm blanking right now. Mm. 263. That was yours. You're, he's he's uh, betting green. Are, are you're going green? Yeah, you're going for the push. Yeah, I'll say he was. Man, he walked a little bit. He had a couple years there where. I'll say he is lower. He is lower. Two fifty four. You you washed him. Easy. Oh, all right. Here's a tough one because this stat wasn't even around when you were playing. OPS. Yeah. Your OPS plus. Uh-huh. Versus Mike Harkey's ERA plus. Wow. Yeah. Who's got who beat? Me. You should have bet green on this one. This it's a push. You guys yeah. both 94 OPS plus and ERA plus. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We also found another, this is a, a, another, uh, Weird one. I'm just going to tell you, you have this, uh, you have as many sack flies as Harkey has wins. So if you want to let him know that 36 really? each 36. Yeah. yeah. Huh? So 36. All right. 36 <laughs> wins, 36 sack flies. Two guys. Hey, I, I got a walk off sack fly. How was that? When was that? Opening day. <laughs> Wow, that's a good day to have a walk-off sack fly. I was terrible on opening days. I, had, I, I my numbers are awful, but I have a walk-off sack fly. Do you do you think that was excitement just or silly luck or what? I don't know, but I was happy. <laughs> You're usually going up against real good pitchers. Yeah. Could be that. Eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No. I've got one last real one for you. Uh, we, our guy Joe's McFly just reported. Don't know if it's right or not that uh, Aaron Hicks is going to Baltimore. I, I don't know if that's confirmed or not. 
If that is true, do you guys have like a pro? Are you worried about him leaking any of the secret sauce, or do you guys have to like, I don't know, change up some stuff? Like, oh, it, how often do signs get changed? Um, when you feel like you need to. Okay, good so, answer. I mean, it, look, the league moves around. We get guys from other places, so it, you know, you always got to be vigilant and protect your stuff. But you know, there's so much movement around the league now that. You know, every team's got to kind of deal with it. Yeah. When when you get traded for, any team sits you down and you know, pepper you about past teams, past signs, past approaches versus players, or like any sit down. You know, the Yanks grab you. Do you, do they? Is there any like give it? We need we want this info out of you. No, I mean I'm sure there is. Like if you're if I'm, I I, I never. The only time I got traded was that year. Um, when I came to the Yankees, so you're and you're switching leagues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, mean, I, I think anytime you're pl- you're you know going to a say a division rival or a like opponents, yeah, you're always going to share whatever you you know you can that that that's get, got a chance to help you. So that's going to happen. How'd you find out you were getting traded? Oh, uh, I went to bed the night before knowing I was going to get traded. Just and not where my agent told me it was between Seattle, LA and the Yankees. And that's, that's who the three teams were. And then actually when I went to bed, he's, I think he said it's going to be LA or New York. And then when I woke up the next morning, my agent called me and said, uh, it's New York. Uh, Cashman's going to be calling you any minute. Nice. When you yeah. went into that season, did you know that was an option? I mean, because you weren't a rental. You had a, a year left, right? It was a year and a half on your deal? Yeah. But when you go in, do you know the situation of the ball club and like, hey, if I play, I, I can play myself into a trade? Or was Cincinnati hunting something out? No, no, no. Don't no, know. we had expectations that okay. year. And then um, actually my dad and, and, and Jim Bowden, the GM, got fired like a week before the trade deadline. And, um, yeah, they just went out with the boons. They were like, get them all out. Well, well, we were going to, I mean, it's a whole nother long, like the team was in like that influx. Do we, do we sell off pieces and trade and start the rebuild or what are we going to do here? So I actually had a conversation with the reds and even the owner, uh, Mr. Linder is just like, Hey, if you want me here, part of this, I want to be here, but I don't want to just be here because, you know, you want to save face or I'm fan, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it, it kind of happened kind of quick uh, that few days when I kind of became available. And then you, you wake up, they say, it's the Yankees. You say, awesome. Um, let's go to the stadium. And they say, actually, you have to go to the Coliseum. And you say, fuck. Yeah. So they're like, could you meet us? And the Yankees were in Anaheim and they're going to, to Oakland and Cash said, can you meet us in Oakland tomorrow? I'm like, sure. So I go to Oakland and I, and literally my first three games with the, with the Yankees were Hudson, Zito, Mulder. <laughs> and I was like, I could have just met you in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have taken those days. That's right. Oh, you got to hit off one of them. I think. Oh, Mulder went complete game. One earned run. He was nasty. Damn. Yeah. Pettit went eight innings, and Mo really went one. Hard. I mean, what a, what a series. What's that? 
in that in that last game of that series, Pettit went eight innings, Mulder went nine. Yeah, Pettit was unbelievable that day. I remember that outing. Um, One hit, he yeah. was. Yeah. Jeez. Mo blew it. Oh, yeah. That, uh, was that the yeah. scooter out? No, Tejada. He walked us off. As a matter of fact, my first couple weeks that with the Yankees, I really struggled to get going. But Mo, Mariano was actually struggling a little bit. He, he blew a couple saves. Like, and actually, I was because I couldn't believe it. Like, when I got back to he was getting some booze in in the, in, in Yankee Stadium in August, having a couple of blown saves. I was like, wow. And then obviously he returned to his superpowers uh, by shortly thereafter. Uh, yeah. He must've had tough luck in Oakland. Cause he'd had two mm-hmm. in this series. And I remember the Scudero grand slam, whatever that was later on in 2006 or whatever, but okay. Yeah. Well, Hey, memory enjoy there. King for two after Nestor for five. <laughs> Clay, you got it all figured out. I mean, and Calhoun, if he gets ahead in the count, that's fastball, seventy-five percent of the time, homer. So I'm excited for tonight. All right, back it down, Jimmy. <laughs> you got me excited. All See right. you, Skip. See you guys. That's funny. I was bantering with Boone. He's the manager of the New York Yankees, uh, and we bantered about some stuff. Had some fun. Uh, they won, and things are great. I guess Rizzo's out. Yeah, I think everyone kind of did a head tilt there. I think I think the people could tell in my delivery that I, you know, from from watching the replay, which again in slow motion looked bad, and we were you know did kind of our sports science on when you get bonked in a fitted cap that it's a bad feeling. But uh, for Rizzo to be sitting again, uh, I wonder. I mean, he he would have never gave this answer, but I wonder if they lost yesterday if Rizzo plays today. You know what I'm saying? Like. He also said Gilbert was a reverse splits guy, so he just might like the righties in there. Right. So like, you know, not, there's, like there's a lot to get of him in there. they won yesterday. Uh, they like. Uh, the I like splits. that, Jim. So there's just things we got. Guys, we want to get more run out of. Might as well give Rizzo the extra day. Bowers and Calhoun both going. You know, easy. God damn it, Bowers! Just when we thought we were out, we thought you're making it easy. Him out in the outfield. Not a good outfield. I don't know if he can figure himself out in the outfield. But he looks like he should be. Like his He first tainted us with that first game. Like he gets to the ball, catch. it feels like. And then kind of just goes yeah. numb. Moment of panic. <laughs> yeah. He's um, Ken Paserno. Boone guessed that he was higher than all of them. Did I he? Think. He went on himself on everyone? I think so. He did... I don't know what the bar is. He was higher on green. two out of the three and yeah. the two greens, so. Two greens. It's always tough. Anything else that you learned that you uh, enjoyed out of the, from talking to him? I think they should have someone check in Domingo's hands. That's a lot at stake. 50 games without, with only 25 men on the roster is nuts. I think I'm Yeah, they can't I'm replace serious. him. I think you have to instance. check his hands. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of can't run that risk. He, I like that you volunteered Cole, because Cole would love it. Oh, he'd love he'd it. Suck for Domingo. Yeah. He'd send him back suck a for lot. Domingo. And I, he, he, he got a kick out of, like, you can't pitch Herman and Hoy's crew. He almost had nodded, like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't let that happen. Yeah. That's, a, that's funny. Yeah, that'll be something to circle, uh, you know, if we ever, see, we look if up if we ever see the Yankees, if we see the Yankees rotation get shuffled. 
and like Domingo's not starting against a team, I would I would bet that it would. You don't know where they're going to be until like first game. They have it, but at publicly, yeah. you don't know the rotation that well. We could get it. We could get Dale it. Dale Scott's still connected. Yeah, and I and he did help me with that lip reading, so that's good. And I, I already recorded it, so I'm glad I got it right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, good app. Yeah, Thanks, I I wanted. I want I want him to be correct on Bader or true that it's day to day or small stint because hamstring. Yeah, is a scary one, and especially so he missed the first. Bader, I was reading an article. Bader missed the first month of the season with hamstring before. I guess it wasn't this season. Yeah. This year was oblique. Yeah, so I read that somewhere. Because if it's repeat, if it's the same hamstring twice, I was reading medical studies last night. It ups the amount of games. And the average is 24 games for hamstring strain. Kooky West Coast gym getting in the medical docs. Well, because hamstring's a bad he, one, man. Especially right. for a guy who, like, if he plays, he's going to run. And I guess that's where... You know, Bader has an injury history. I, I think we're at a good, you know, the Yankees are kind of playing some guys that might be farewell soon, like, you know, and, and we know they like doing that. So what's the lineup? With Stanton and Donaldson on the way. Um, Put in our official guesses. Yeah. I mean, look, knock on wood, not Dr. Storielli reporting that, you know, it didn't, for hamstring pulls or running down to first, you know, that on the injury scale was a two out of ten. Like Cedric Mullins, it was a groin. Um, so different, but he was running down to first the other day and he pulls up hard and you're like, oh shoot. Um, but Bader, I don't know. He like kind of ran through it and didn't look great, but, um, I don't know. Hopefully they're, they're going to play it careful with him that I'll be interested to see. Cause you've got two off days mixed in and then you're in LA, but if he's really not hurt, you're going to want him for LA. Are we getting That's a, five whole IKF tonight? It's a big outfield. Mm. Where do you have Willie? Four. Three again? He was three last night. Yeah, okay, three-hole Willie. Got to protect Judge, so. So then DJ five, four, Bowers, IKF. Yeah. Higgy, is worth going to play today? Uh, probably. That's probably why they're waiting on the Trevi. You, you would imagine they use him one more time before whenever they do Trevi, right? Yeah. Volpe back at Volpe short back. in the nine hole. Yeah. So, so wait, DJ is going to play first base. So IKF could play third. I'll pencil him at third. Bowers in left field. Rortvet catching. That would put like eight hole Allen in center. That's Give me some Greg Allen. Glaber, That's Ju- a balanced lineup. Glaber, Judge, Calhoun, DJ, Bowers, maybe IKF five and Bowers six. No, because then you have two lefties back to back. Reverse splits. Bowers, IKF, Rortvet, Allen, Volpe. So maybe Volpe eight, Allen nine. Because then you really righty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty. Ha. Yeah, I'd assume Volpe 9. I feel like they're going to do Volpe 9 until he yeah. figures it out. They've cares. settled into that. Owen Gilbert's got reverse splits, huh? I don't know. This year he doesn't. This year he's the same to both, but career-wise, maybe. Maybe he just doesn't maybe have that. drastic splits is what the other thing was. 
Uh, righties are better off of him. Career. He's got a fun little pitch mix, and he's good. He's got a split. Is it like off that pitch or something, too? Yeah, so I like splits. Yeah, career. A lot better versus lefties. Interesting. Peace and chicken grease. Keep winning. Win tonight. Go Yanks. Tom Grams. Go Yankees. Win the next two. You could have a 20-win month. Wilkie. You're out, James Hoy.